the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1. FM and also 1090 AM. So uh, we cover the entire nation's capital. Uh, That's Maryland, Virginia, Washington, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot for for hanging out with me. And it is a call-in talk show. Today is Tuesday, and on Tuesday we throw you some tough topics. The way we roll is Marriage Monday yesterday, Tough Topic Tuesday today, Wisdom Wednesday tomorrow, Theological Thursday, and then Open phone and Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today, Tough Topic Tuesday, I want to talk to you about honorable protests. Honorable protests. Do the ends justify the means? Why are some protests met with sympathy and others are met with hostility? What do you think about protesting? Do you think that uh, when you have a Ferguson and a Michael Brown uh, is shot and he dies in the in the street, and then uh, a protest of of anger uh, against uh, police uh, brutality or violence is wrong, or maybe even the kneeling during of uh, football players uh, at the beginning of a football game during the national anthem, or even a woman. Uh, screaming at a senator in an elevator over women's issues. Uh, You know, these are all uh, protests, aren't they? Different kinds of protests. Then you have, you know, abortion uh, protests, you know, pro-life protests where they're protesting against abortion or uh, maybe Black Lives Matter protests or women's rights uh, protests, police brutality protests. Or how about... Million Man March. Any of you old enough to even remember the Million Man March? Would that be considered a protest or maybe just a rally? And is it okay to have rallies? Or what about the Million Mom March or the Women 
uh, of, of the nation coming together after the last uh, presidential election. Um, the power of protest, the, the honor of protest, should it be done? If so, how should it be done? And do you think the lady that was uh, screaming uh, at the senator in the elevator, Jeff Flake, over his uh, decision to vote positively for Judge Kavanaugh for the Supreme Court, he said he would vote for him, the woman, uh, and it was several women, but one in particular, her voice kind of came out and she was, uh, she was hollering at him. Uh, do you feel like that was necessary? And as a result, it produced the outcome that uh, women were looking for and that she wanted. And that was uh, his heart was pricked. He uh, tapped on the shoulder of a Democratic colleague, and together they came back and said, you know, we're willing to uh, take a week for an FBI probe uh, before confirming Judge Kavanaugh. So in that sense, did it work? Uh, And that is the question. Do the ends justify the means? When are protests uh, uh, admirable? And then when are they not admirable? I'd love to hear from you. Let me give you my phone number so you can call me. My lines are now open. 888-432-7434. My number again is 888-432-7434. Let's bow for prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, giving us an opportunity to freely lift our voices. And yet, Lord, we also know you went to the cross without protest. And and so we, we have conflicting thoughts in a democratic republic. And so we just ask for your wisdom. And also, Lord, help us to help us to hear both sides and, and in the middle as well, issues uh, that help us think through these matters. In Jesus' name, we commit our time to you. Together, all my listeners said what? Amen and amen. Well, are you ready for this Tough Topic Tuesday? You ready to talk about it? All right, we're going to respect you along the way. We don't have to agree. It's okay. We learn even when we disagree with one another. So protest that. (laughs) There you go. 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's kick it off on the road in Maryland with Mike, who's on the line. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Oh, I'm great. Uh, and uh, interesting topic, but it's you know you got to get really nuanced on it. Yeah. Um, hey, I have participated in in plenty of protests. Oh yeah. And um, it's the it's the honorable part. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, where, that's where you're going to run into trouble. Uh-huh. No, standing at your uh, uh, waiting for a senator to come out of his office and stand in the elevator, put your foot in the door, and yeah. yell at him. Yeah. Tape him the whole time, hoping to get a hoping to get something that you can, uh, you know, you can make him look bad. That mm-hmm. there's no honor in that. What, isn't she a hero though to a lot of women because she got what she wanted? The end doesn't justify the means. We do. Ah, it's conjecture. You don't know. Jeff Flake might have done the might have done the same thing with, without that. Mm. Uh, I mean, I think Jeff Flake is a hero. I think uh-huh. he he uh-huh. is is uh, following a, a kind of uh, agenda that he believes senators should be congenial. They mm. should they should work together. He's uh, really going above mm. and beyond. I don't know that her yeah. her tirade did uh, did anything. Mm, gotcha. Well, I appreciate you kicking off the show, Mike, on the road yeah. in Maryland. God bless you, brother. Thanks for hanging out with me. I, I do have to agree, though. I, I do feel like um, Jeff Flake is a bit of a 
hero. Not that he would say so, but uh, uh, he seems like a pretty cool dude to me. Uh, he seems like he has a heart. He seems like he has manners. Now, uh, whether we agree with uh, all of his politics or his faith, you know, I don't know. I haven't done the research uh, to see what his background is, uh, but he seems pretty honorable from what I can see. Isn't it funny how we're uh, we're all quote unquote victims of the media? Like I only know this guy because you know I haven't even met him. Now what I'll do is I'll work on getting him on the show. How's that? And interviewing him. But uh, b b before that ever happens, I, I don't know the guy from Adam. You know, so you're sort of like, hey, what I see on TV, I think I like him. But the same can be true if you see somebody on TV, you're like, oh, I don't even like them. Come to find out, you don't even know them. They're actually a good person. Who knows? Maybe some of you feel that way about me, right? 888-432-7434. That is my number. My lines are wide open. Get in where you fit in. I'm going to run to my commercial break, and as soon as I get back in just a couple of minutes, um, I'll be taking your phone calls again. Today's topic, honorable protests. Do the ends justify the means? Why are some protests met with sympathy, others with hostility? I want to know what you're thinking. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's 844-980-3707. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textspiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And we're back. 
to you on Facebook Live. You caught me texting. And you can also get to me right here by going to my page, at Anderson Speaks. That is my uh, handle for Facebook Live. We're there now. Thanks a lot for tuning in. My phone number is 8843 bridge today we are talking about honorable protests uh, do the ends justify the means why are some protests met with sympathy others with hostility and what do you think about it or are you one of those people i like protesting when it's my issue yay go girls go girls protesting for women but then when it's something else like uh, black lives matter or, or somebody being shot and you can catch it on video and see that the person was uh, unduly, uh, you know, approached and, and handled. And all of a sudden, there's a protest that comes out, and you're like, ooh, boo, that's terrible. There are better ways to get your message across. There are laws, and if you change the laws and, and change the systems, which, you know, you agree with all those, but then when it's, when it's your issue. You know, whether it's uh, sexual orientation or uh, gender issues or maybe it's pro-life issues. Well, we got to do whatever we need to do in order to save, save the babies. So is it one of those situations where it's all bad and all dishonorable unless it's your issue? Hmm. I'm just wondering. I'm throwing it out there. Fodder for discussion. And guess what? My lines are open so we can talk to one another. Here is my phone number, 888 432 Seven four, three four. All right, let's go to Silver Spring, Maryland, and talk to Valerie, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Valerie. Doctor Anderson here. How Hi. are you? Hello, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. My pleasure. What are you thinking today? Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Um, and I'm speaking as a lawyer. Okay. Uh, an African American woman, mm -hmm. a mom, um, a single mom. Um, and uh, an entrepreneur and a preacher's kid. Okay, you got it all. Throw all that in your mix. <laughs> and here's what I think. I think three things. First of all, the United States legal system is built on the concept of being an adversarial system. Mm -hmm. That's the one we live in. So by definition, there are sides. And mm -hmm. the idea is that we, if we hear from all sides of an issue, that um, to use a common expression, ultimately the cream will rise to the top mm. and reflect what most people in our democracy would support. So it's so a part It's a part of our, let me just double click on what you're saying to make sure we yeah. understand it because I think it's brilliant what you're saying. You're saying that our system is set up for this kind of, of uh, discourse. It's not a bad thing or a good thing. This is what our system is, so let's recognize it for that. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes, and so the fact that you have in your words, sympathy or you have hostility as a reaction is just a function of how the system works. Uh -huh. We actually have a system that allows mm. for that, mm -hmm. and that's a beautiful thing. Mm. So that's number one. Okay. The second thing is, as you pose your question around the issue of uh, admiration, for any protester, being admired is never the goal. Mm. That's not the goal. So mm. for me, it's it's kind of a non-starter. And, mm. and my, my example, um, thirdly, for sort of uh, assessing how to view these um, these incidents, these uprisings, whatever you want to call them, is, mm -hmm. you know, I look at Jesus, right? And right. Jesus didn't hesitate to clear the temple of the money chase. <laughs> right, right. Using aggression, using it, what some people would see as violence, mm -hmm. and being very mm -hmm. angry. So he's kind of and protesting himself. Came at the, right, and salvation came at a cost, mm -hmm. meaning death. Mm -hmm. People had to sacrifice and die, mm -hmm. namely Jesus, 
to even save us. So this idea that 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 honorable protest mm-hmm. doesn't involve violence or sacrifice or even death is just mm-hmm. not biblical. Mm-hmm. And finally, I think we'd be better served to get out of our individual bubbles. Okay. Um, because you know this microscope is focused on our individual lives, whether it's I got to post everything on Facebook, even if I go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. To my issue is the issue is to look at what's what's for the collective good. Mm. Um, That's easier said than done, though, isn't it? Back. It, it's what would you say? That's easier said than done, isn't it? We should no, do. I it. don't. I, I don't think it's. I don't think so. For mm. the believer, it should not be easier said than done mm. because the believer is not. Focused on self by definition. Yeah, but they are, aren't they, though? Go save yourself. <laughs> but they yeah, are, as aren't they? Matter of fact, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You, I mean, you're correct in what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. I agree with you. In yeah. fact, you've rested your case. You, you've you've articulated so very well. I'm all in with what you're saying, especially the part where protesters aren't doing it to be admired, like Jesus wasn't doing any of that to be admired. I love that, by the way. Uh, but I'm just saying that we should be more of a community. We should be thinking about the whole. But we're also, would you agree or disagree with me, Valerie, we are such a westernized, individualized people that we've also set ourselves up to be individualized where that seems to be more important uh, than the group. What do you think? In that way, you're absolutely right. We are very worldly. And you can just look <laughs> at the, the yeah. silos of denominations. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect example. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all out here saying we're in this pluralistic, integrated, we are the world society. Mm-hmm. But on Sundays, we hunker down and mm-hmm. go to places with people who look like us, right. worship like us, you believe like us. And we all call ourselves Christians. You better preach. So, yes. You ain't the daughter of yes. a preacher. You are one. <laughs> oh well, I get, get, you know what? I love I love talking to you. Thank you so much. You call me anytime, okay, Valerie? You're welcome. I will. Take care now. Intelligent listeners I have, I tell you, what a good conversation. If you want to join us, now's the time. Here's my phone number, 888-43-BRIDGE. We're talking about honorable protests. Do the ends justify the means? Why are some protests met with sympathy and others with hostility? Is it just because it's your issue? And, and you know, what Valerie was talking about, a collective. Well, maybe it's a collective issue. I'm with women. A collective issue. I'm with uh, African Americans. A collective issue. I'm with immigrants. You know, a collective issue. I'm with Republicans. I, is that the collective, or should the collective be, no, I'm with whatever Jesus says and his Christ followers who probably then fall on both sides of the aisle, which makes it so confusing, right? Because then one side wants to say, no, but this is the Christian view. And the other side is saying, but no, this is the Christian view. Well, what do you think? That's what my show's all about. We are building bridges, believe it or not, but we're doing it through uh, conversation at an uncommon table where we don't always agree, but we stretch one another and we try to learn together. So that's what we're talking about today. Let me give you my phone number. It's 888-432-7434. Let's go to Oxon Hill, Maryland and talk to George, who's on the line. Hey, George, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Dr. Anderson, it's a pleasure talking to you. Uh, you too. I listen to you all the time um, when I can. Thank you, my friend. And uh, it's, it's a blessing. Thank you. Uh, yeah, protests are necessary because right now we are all, uh, basically I believe we're all being deceived in, in the media, unlike uh, when our founding fathers 
uh, started this revolution. The, uh-huh. the media is uh, shuttered. Uh, the American Bar Association has shut them down. So that mm-hmm. the only way that we can, as citizens today, can get our message out is to mm. uh, organize protests mm-hmm. and, and to protest the uh, inequity, inequity that's going on mm-hmm. in in all facets. Uh, right. I I've been I've been peacefully protesting the corruption in our courts for uh-huh. 20 years, uh-huh. and uh, you know uh, nobody seems to want to listen. But if you don't make yourself public, yeah. If you don't stand out there and and stand up for Jesus, and uh, we uh, in our Sunday school class, we, it's it's I go back to the Ten Commandments. Yeah, and all of those commandments are basically uh, avoided now by our political and judicial members. But you said something. To, uh, you said something, George. That's and interesting. And but George, you said something that was interesting. You put two words together. You said peaceably protest the the court system for twenty years. You use the adjective peaceably. Is that yes. the, is that the key that? If we protest, well, we ought to do it you know, peaceably. Well, you can't. You can't. If you know, it, the, the corruption is so. Uh, it's destroying so much of our fabric of our constitution and our rule of law, right now. That that you have to follow the rules. Okay. Now you know if if you're stepped on and you're being abused, you you. We have to try to follow the rule of law, otherwise we become anarchists ourselves. Gotcha. So, and I don't want to become an anarchist. I want to be yeah. somebody. If I'm going to change a rule, I want to make sure that I've gone through the legislative process, right. the judicial process, pros- properly, yep. so that that when that when that is finally brought to light. Yeah. That it'll be a meaningful change. Yeah, I got your point there, George, and it's a good one you made. Thank you so much for making it on my show. So he talks about uh, peaceably protesting and also using the system. And so that is a point of view, isn't it? How can we try to change the system from within and peacefully protest from without? But there is another philosophy, and that is peaceable protest doesn't get the results that you need and you definitely don't get those results immediately. You're not going to get them even within a short period of time if it's peaceable. But if it's not peaceable, if it is loud, uh, belligerent, um, disruptive, right? So you don't you don't do it at the end of a gathering. You do it in the middle of the gathering. Uh, you you don't do it on the sidewalks carefully. You go out in the middle of the streets. Uh, you don't do it outside the Capitol. You do it inside the Capitol with your foot in the elevator while you're screaming at the senator. I mean, there there does seem to be an idea that the only way to bring true change is to, like Valerie said, Jesus went right into the temple and just flipped the tables. You know, it wasn't a look, let me talk to y'all about the system of the tables. I mean, he definitely talked about systemic change over time and he had a public ministry for three years and he prepared for 30 years and so there was a a time horizon on the broader system of salvation and yet at the same time there was some immediate protest when things were unjust well boy we're just getting started and i'm enjoying every minute of it what are you thinking Uh, give me a call let me know what you're thinking Uh, let me go to uh here's my number triple eight four three bridge triple eight four three bridge 
Let's get over to Silver Spring, Maryland, and talk to Charlene quickly. Hello, Miss Charlene. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Fine. How are you today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging. Yeah, I'd love to hear what you're thinking over the next minute before my commercial break comes up. I know you've been holding. Thank you so much. No, that's fine, and I want to be brief. Um, what you just said um, with people being more reactive and uh, confrontational, that might mm -hmm. garner more media attention. Mm -hmm. It may or may not result in um, constitutional, you know, changes or laws being changed. Mm -hmm. My thought about all of this is as the days grow closer to, you know, the end times and things are going to get darker, they say, you have people pushing the boundaries on what was mm -hmm. normally an acceptable Christian mindset. Mm -hmm. So now people are pushing the boundaries, which is obviously resulting in more confrontational mm -hmm. uh, um, displays of whatever. But my thought is two things. Whenever people protest, they should always be respectful of the other people. They should not ah. use foul language, and they should not destroy property. Ooh. I mean, to me, those two things, any time someone's protesting, they should not have to result in name-calling, foul language. When we have protests on the mall uh, with all the women wearing pink, and some of those speakers, national speakers, were, were cussing and using horrible language. Yeah. And there's young girls in that audience. Yeah. I thought that was absolutely inappropriate and a terrible example of that. Well, well, That's I, all I have to say. Well, you said it. You did it all within uh, that minute. Thank you so much, Charlene. And she kind of gave us some rules of protest, and she's like, look, if you're going to do it, I think my music's coming up. If you're going to do it, then do it respectfully and do it without uh, destroying property. Boy, that probably includes after a football game and people just start kind of acting crazy and overturning cars. What would the Lord have us do? I'll be right back. Hello, I'm Dr. Anika Prattner, and several years ago, I went on a journey to find a school that would provide a Christ-centered yet more open way for my children to learn. I was especially looking for this type of school for my oldest son, who is a unique learner. He is creative, strong-willed, has a high critical thinking ability, and just simply walks to the beat of a different drummer. I could not find a school that would allow my son to freely express himself and receive a Christian education. I prayed for direction, and God led me to open the Living Water School in Maryland. The Living Water School allows students in grades K through 12 the freedom to learn in their own unique way, but also disciples them in the Word of God. 1 Peter 2.16 says, Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. The Living Water School is now adding a preschool for ages 2 to 4. Find out more at the LWSchool.org. Living Water is now enrolling pre-K through 12. Go to the LWSchool.org. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold.
The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 800- 671-7070. That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. Want more real talk with Dr. conversations he's had with callers to this show. Hey, here we are. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. But listen, before we get back to our phone lines, the Student Shuttle Transportation Service for Children is looking for part-time drivers in the DMV. So if you're looking for a part-time job, this is the one. You can drive a few hours in the morning, a couple hours in the evening, and make yourself some extra cash. You can make a couple hundred uh, to $400 per week uh, driving with the student shuttle. So all you got to do is go to thestudentshuttle.com and apply there. That's the thestudentshuttle.com. Well, this is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you just tuned in and if you're just joining us uh whether you're on facebook live there or whether you are on wava 105.1 fm and 1090 am we've been talking on this tough topic tuesday about honorable protests honorable protests do the ends justify the means and why are some protests met with sympathy and others with hostility what protests are right what protests are wrong? You don't have to be all um, for all protests, or I'm not for n- any protest, but just make sure it's not hypocritical where I'm only for the protests that are like my issues, like I'm pro-life, so if there's a pro-life protest, I'm good. But if there's a Black Lives Matter protest, then I'm not good. you know. Or if there's a Black, my, Ma- Black Lives Matter protest, I'm good. But if it's a woman's right protest, I'm not good. You know, so think about that. I, I wanted to have the conversation because you remember uh, just uh, recently uh, you had a woman uh, with other women protesting in the lobby of the Capitol where they were uh, yelling at uh, Senator Jeff Flake because of his commitment to vote for uh, Justice Kavanaugh. And then uh, when he went to the meeting uh, in the hearing, he, uh, I think, felt some kind of way to the degree that he got up, tapped uh, uh, Senator Coons on the shoulder. They went out and came back, and he basically said, look, I am willing to wait a week and have the FBI do a a probe before confirming Judge Kavanaugh. So it could be said that the women's protests were uh, an impetus for him changing his mind and heart on the issue. And so they got what they wanted. What do you think about that? There was no violence. According to my last caller, she says, if you can protest, it's respectful and, and no destruction of of, uh, of property, then that's cool. So would you call uh, 
yelling at him? Would that be respectful? And how do you respectfully protest? Like, what I mean by that is if you really feel strong about something, you feel feel abused by a system or you feel uh, very passionate about uh, about uh, being pro-life or, or whatever it is. And you're just you're, you're angry, really protest. There's anger, right? There's passion. and There's anger. And so how do you do that respectfully? Well, I want to hear from you. Let me give you my number, and then I'm going to go to Alexandria, Virginia, and talk to David. Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Alexandria, Virginia, and talk to David, who's on the line. Hello, Mr. David. David Anderson here. How are you doing? Doing well, Dr. Anderson. Um, thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Uh, my question is, to what extent, to what extent can we... Uh, based the response on biblical principle. For example, uh, in uh, James uh, 1.22, it says, Be doers of the word and not merely hearers mm-hmm. who uh, deceive themselves. Mm. And, and protesters, just like just like Protestants, where the word comes from, mm-hmm. um, have a duty of care to honor the Lord. Mm. And it's not based on, on um, gender. It's not based on age uh, mm. or a national background or education mm-hmm. or um, a race. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or political party. Uh, mm. It's based on honoring uh, the work of the Lord in people's lives, because mm. we are to um, bring value in um, redeeming people so they can mm-hmm. be instruments of the Lord's work. Mm. Boy, you say, you're so, saying some uh, good stuff, David. That, the, reason I, the reason I share that, sir, is that uh, frequently when we disrespect someone, mm-hmm. uh, they look at the messenger and then they uh, and the behavior of the messenger, and they disregard the message yes. because they say if this person is insulting and uh, uh, degrading yes. and um, not uh, respecting uh, the yeah. differences or the background of someone, yeah. um, then they then their message uh, doesn't have integrity. It's mm-hmm. not uh, vertically aligned. Mm-hmm. Isn't isn't it interesting that uh, when you say? Uh, the Protestants, that the, the core word there is protest. That's that's a cool distinction. Thanks for making. I had kind of forgotten about that. But And that was religious, wasn't it? I mean, that's pretty amazing yeah. when you think about the Reformers and, and that thought process. Did that just come to you? Did you just remember that, David? Because it's a great, intelligent point you made today. Um, uh, thank you. Yeah. So when I'm arguing on behalf of someone and advocating for their needs, I want to uh, a protest in their favor, uh-huh. I want to share um, what are the, what uh, elements have uh, violated their rights or, or disturbed them. You're standing and up for society is, the least of these, but you're doing it in a way that you know the Lord would be behind. Is that what I'm hearing, David? Yes, sir. Exactly. I, I like what, it. What would the Lord say in this situation? Mm, thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. I like it, man. I tell you what, I love my listeners. Give me a call. I'm going to run to my break, but I want to hear from the rest of you and give you some of my thoughts along the way. We're talking about protesting. And how do you do it honorably? How do you do it respectfully? Should you do it at all? Some are met with hostility. Some are met with sympathy. But we all feel strong ways sometimes. We'll be right back. I see you like new sunglasses, like a brand new pair of jeans. I feel like taking chances. I feel a lot like 17. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. 
I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sedla Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh. <laughs> They're outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it, it was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition. Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Best Buy Waterproofing. Andrew Altman, he's the president. He's the founder. And uh, he's been doing some great work in uh, the Virginia area, in Washington, D.C., and in Maryland. If you need a waterproofer, someone that can come in and take care of the mildew, moldy walls, the cracks, the blistered paint, if you start smelling some yuck in your basement, uh, call him before the water rises. Uh, there's a water bed that can be under the house before it even rises that could be creating uh, and wreaking havoc. You don't need to do that. He'll give you a free inspection if you're my listener. All you got to do is call him and say, I'm a listener of Dr. David Anderson. Would you come on by and check out my place? Here's his phone number, 844-980-3707. Uh, that's the number of Best Buy Waterproofing, 844 844- 980 
3707 or catch them online at bestbuywaterproofing.com. My number live in studio, if you want to remember it, just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Today we're talking about honorable protest. Let's go to Washington, D.C. and talk to A.J., who's on the line. Hello, A.J., it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. What are you thinking? Hey, I wanted to uh, I wanted to respond a little bit to something was said early. So mm-hmm. she was kind of equating protest to what Jesus did, you know, with when he was upset at the merchants. Yeah. And what I wanted to say was, you know, the reason that Jesus was upset was because, you know, uh, those merchants were ripping people off who mm-hmm. were trying to bring uh, sacrifices to the temple. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, there's some things that are going to be God's work alone. Mm-hmm. And in that passage, that that was God's work alone. You know, you don't find that the disciples were involved or this one was involved. That, that was Jesus' work alone. Mm-hmm. And, and I also think, you know, for us who are Christians, um, I really don't believe that we should be protesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we should be marching. I don't think we should be doing any of those things. I mm-hmm. think what we do have a duty to do is to pray. Yeah, is to pray. Second, you know, Second Chronicles seven fourteen sure. says, "If my people, which are called by my name, will humble humble themselves and pray." Sure. And so, prayer involves humility. Yeah. You, you know, you've yeah. got to. You, 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 there are some things that are going to be God's work. Sure. Some some things, you know, we can do everything that we can try to do, but there are some things that we have to turn over to the Lord. Sure. For him to work those well, things. let me let me push you a little bit, AJ. I like talking to you, uh, so let's let's have fun here. Um, so what sure. about what about a protest? <laughs> what about if people got together and they came together as a group and and they prayed? That'd be kind of cool. Sure, but absolutely, and I think it'd be effective. It might be, but what about when Dr. Martin Luther King and and John Lewis, uh, you know, when they led these marches? Yeah, you had dogs and hoses on them but wouldn't you say ultimately these nonviolent protests help to prick the the hearts and the minds of a nation for how they were treating uh, african-american citizens well here's here's what I, here's what i'll say okay is behind all that those great men and women did mm-hmm. there were there were there were people who were praying well there, there you were go people who were so you'd say both God's and. Face. You'd say both and. Well, I, I definitely would say I definitely would say uh, prayer. I'm with you on that one and first, and then we've we've got to see what how God says to work things out. Because I mean, Rosa, Rosa Parks, she kind of protested. She said, "I ain't getting up." <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, in a sense, right? I mean, sure. I don't know if, if she was in prayer or not, but I do know her feet hurt. And she disobeyed, and I, she probably, you know, again, somebody could argue, well, she was disobeying the Lord because she was disobeying the laws. But at the end of the day, that really did touch off a very important civil rights uh, tipping point uh, for us so so people like me can have this show on, on a station like this. So what, what do you think about that? I'll give you the last word on it. Well, uh, as I said, I mean, everything that we do, one of the things that we can't forget mm-hmm. as as God's people is to take everything to God. And mm-hmm. what I see what I see now is a lot of folks don't believe that prayer works. 
Mm. They believe that a march works better, a rally works better, mm-hmm. that, that violence sometimes works better. Mm-hmm. And what we have to get back to are us who are, are God's people, we're set apart. Yeah. So we can't do you. everything like the world, the, does. the world does it. I got you. Know? you. Yeah. So we've got to seek God, and we've got to find out how God wants us to handle things. There you and go. it may be radically different from the way everybody yeah. else is doing it. Yeah, you may be right, my friend, and I appreciate talking to you. Thanks for hanging with me. AJ out of uh, Washington, D.C., all right? Blessings to you. 888-432-7434. Let's go to Tammy in Rockville, Maryland. Hey, Tammy, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm doing well, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. What are you thinking? You're welcome. Um, It took me a while to, as a believer, Mm -hmm. to get into protest. I have actually never attended one, mm-hmm. but um, over the past year, couple months, I'm like, okay, there is a place for it, but I do have to agree with the brother that just got off the mm-hmm. air. Mm-hmm. Um, we could, as believers, definitely do more prayer. I see that there's a, it's a little unbalanced, mm-hmm. and I say that because sometimes um, when I go on Facebook and I look at some of the comments that believers host. Yeah, that's really that's a whole made. that's a whole different topic. And I'm gonna <laughs> tell you something. We ought to do a whole show on that one, don't you think, Tammy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. How how believers yes, ought so. to act on social media? You just gave me a topic. I'm going to use one day. Oh, please do it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh wow! Nah, you so, made a, yeah. you made a good point there. So, is, is your idea then? Are you thinking that somehow? We as believers need to, I'm going to put words in your mouth. Just tell me if you agree with this because I'm running off of your thoughts here. But would you say that believers really need to focus on the fruit of the Spirit in their life before they go out and, and, and protest? <laughs> I know I just totally said Absolutely. a different thought, didn't I? No, but that's, that's it. You, you, you've nailed it. Mm. Exactly. Mm. There's a place for protesting. I do believe that now. Mm-hmm. But I think as Christians, we can't come out armed like the world. Uh huh. Yeah. Different yeah. mindset. Different mindset. Yeah. And I think it'll go. You know, you mentioned Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. People weren't acting crazy. It was peaceful. They were together. They were united. Mm. They were on one accord. And I believe the presence of the Lord, the anointing, was there yeah. for such a time as this. Well, you know, though, when you and do it. Think- when- when you do it like that, Tammy, you know what happens to you, right? When you when yeah. you when you preach love and you uh, preach peace, you know you'll die violently. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. whether that's no, a, well, no, right? I know what you're saying, but yeah. you know, people do not receive peace and love. I believe me. I, yeah. I try to post it on Facebook, and I get scoffed at, but mm. I don't mind. Yeah, I heard I that. I believe that love is is the basis it's of it. still the answer, isn't it? The power of God. Amen to that, yes, sister. Absolutely. Hey, well, thanks for hanging with me today. I appreciate it, Miss Tammy. This is from, you are welcome. My pleasure. Amen. From Rockville, Maryland. Yeah, I mean, if you preach peace, you preach love, you preach nonviolence, guess what? You're a lot like King. You're a lot like Jesus, even Gandhi. I mean, you're you're with other people, whether they're of your faith or not, of your denomination or not. The reality is uh, don't think if you preach peace and you preach love that uh, you're not a target. No, it's, it can get really bad for you. But it's through the death of Christ that life has come. And, uh, you know, we've got to remember that we can't lose our witness even uh, when we speak out. But we can speak out and be a witness, but we want to do it with the justice and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. 
I'm coming back in just three minutes. This is Steve Reynolds, pastor of Capital Baptist Church in Annandale, Virginia. And I want to invite you to my new teaching series called Modern Family. The reality is modern family life is extremely complex, often dysfunctional, and very painful. Is there any hope? Yes, God has timeless wisdom for today's families. You're invited to attend this powerful series to discover how to have healthy relationships in whatever family situation, whether single, married, kids, empty nester, whatever. We're going to look at hot topics like purpose, busyness, singleness, marriage, technology, sexuality, hurt, communication, parenting, and finances. The Modern Family Series begins Sunday, October 7th, and you can attend at 815, 930, or 11 a.m. Capital Baptist Church is conveniently located right off the Beltway in Northern Virginia. For more information, go to welovechurch.org. That's welovechurch.org. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Joining me right now, Brian Sheely, Fellowship Home Loans. Brian, as you predicted, rates have been on the rise. Besides mortgages, what else will this be affecting and why? Yeah, Don, people hear rates going up and they say, oh, well, I have a fixed mortgage rate or, oh, my mortgage payment is not going to move. But overall, it's the cost of money that's going up, Don, whether it's student loans, installment debts, um, credit cards, you name it those interest rates are going up. So the cost of money is going up. And unless everyone's getting a a raise or a a nice size bonus in their paycheck, now's the time to look at your overall expenses and make sure you're in the best financial situation. And that comes with making sure your mortgage is the best for you. You can do that at 1-800-804-SAVE. Toll-free number, 1-800-804-SAVE, 1-800-804-7283, or you can visit them on the web at fellowshiphomeloans.com. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. 
And I thank you for your generous donations. Continue to do so. We're going to continue to build bridges. Hey, I like what one of my listeners wrote. He says, protests have been a consistent and foundational part of our democratic process since the founding of our nation, from the Boston Tea Party to the abolishment of slavery to women's suffrage and winning uh, the right to vote to the protection of our children to civil rights and many more. Some of these were bloody. Some led to war or resulted from it. So I support protests as a means of advancing an agenda or correcting an injustice. It's critical to our democracy and in always pressing forward to make a more perfect union. So my question is, he asks, how would a gracist protest differently? Well, I think a gracist protests differently by proclaiming favor, right? By proclaiming proclamation. This is what Jesus did. And, you know, not just Jesus. I mean, others have done it, too. And I've referenced Dr. Martin Luther King. He was a preacher. You know, the Black Lives Matter movement is probably the one of the first, if not the first, civil rights movement that didn't have a preacher at the lead. So it's a secular-led uh, protests. So, and you can see the flavor of it's different. Martin Luther King was a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ, first and foremost. So his protests were led with a prophetic proclamation of what God would want so far as justice. So I think a gracist would proclaim. You're proclaiming God's truth, but you're doing it with grace. So how do we protest in a way we're proclaiming God's truth, but we're doing it with grace? And that's what Jesus did when he came onto the scene in Luke chapter 4. He says, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach or proclaim the good news to the poor. And he has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of the sight of the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And so he is proclaiming and preaching and releasing the poor, the prisoner, the blind, the oppressed. And what is he bringing to them? favor. And so anything we do when we're protesting, we ought to do it where we're proclaiming truth with God's favor. Uh, And so if we can have God's voice in our proclamation and do it with grace, I think that that is the gracest way of protesting. Well, if you want to talk to me more about this, if you want to carry the conversation on, again, my Facebook uh, post and uh, handle is at Anderson Speak. My Twitter handle, my Instagram handle, all of my social media at Anderson Speaks. And of course, you can always go to AndersonSpeaks.com or you can go to EmbraceGracism.com and you can contact me there. Why don't you go to EmbraceGracism.com and register to be a gracist? That means you are making a commitment to build bridges of grace and reconciliation. Listen, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I'll be right back tomorrow. This station, this time, WAVA 105.1 FM. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you give us your spirit and that you give us your favor. Help us to carry your spirit and your favor to a dying and broken world. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Help your children. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.